Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Rising with Phoenix Grace podcast. My name is Lee, soon to be Phoenix Grace, and I created this podcast to have conversations that will make us rise to the most powerful version of ourselves. I get it. You might be feeling lost and powerless, but I'm here to let you in on a little secret. The more you know and talk about the things that are pulling at your heart, the easier it is to rise to the person that you were meant to be. And I know this because I've done it myself. So come along with me as we talk about resiliency, this crazy thing we call life, our bodies, our souls, and things that are a little bit woo. I'm so excited that you're here and I can't wait to rise with you. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode two of the Phoenix Grace podcast. And I felt like I should just dive right in with something that I'm really passionate about. One of the main reasons I became a coach, and that is because I think traditional goals suck. (laughs) I was trying to figure out if I just want to like come out of the gate, like swearing like a sailor, but I do think that like smart goals are total bullshit. And I get it. There's probably some people that are instantly like, Ooh, that's a really strong stance to take. But for me anyway, and I feel like for a large part of the population that the goal, those goals like just don't work. And here's a couple of the reasons I think that is. One, they set you up for failure. They are black and white. There is no gray area. There's no room for, you know, error. It has to be this exact thing and this exact outcome, or you didn't do it. And life is not black and white. Working on ourselves and becoming better versions of ourselves is not black and white. We go through our lives trying to figure out who we are and what we want to be. It's like having to figure out what we want to be when we're 18 years old but not even having our brains fully developed. And I can say as somebody in their now late thirties, which is crazy that I still in some ways don't know what I want to be when I grow up. And people used to ask me this and I was like, well, I want to be happy. And I don't exactly know everything that that entails. I have a general idea. I love being a coach. It is my passion. I love doing this podcast, but I also love a lot of other little things. Like I'm kind of a jack of all trades. So I don't feel like, our identity has to be tied to one specific thing. And therefore like the goals that we do also should not be so determined on one thing. So, you know, let's, let's get into it. So what I do and what I believe in and what I have seen work is something more called a feelings-based goal, or I really just kind of like to call it living with intention, So when I was going through my coaching course, this is when I first was exposed to this concept and it was really interesting to see how much more encompassing it is into your life and then how much it can roll into and snowball into like other areas of your life. So to give you an example, in case you've never heard of like a feelings-based goal and we're like living intentionally, if these are like brand new concepts to you. It's basically creating something with like, how do you want to feel like not just when this goal is complete, which I say in air quotes, but when you're working towards this goal as well. So for example, my goal for 2022 was to be the strongest and sexiest I've ever felt. And granted, when I did start this goal, it was very much based in physical appearance. And by the end of 2022, that looked completely different. There was aspects of my 
physicality that did end up mirroring that. I dyed my hair pink. I got a whole new wardrobe. I threw out anything in my closet that didn't make me feel confident or make me feel sexy, even if that's just my lounge clothes. Everything went that I didn't love. So that part like did come into it like with the physical side, but what it really became about was being really strong mentally. And this was based largely in the decision to in my marriage and get out of that situation. And then having to go through all of the mental challenges that that threw at me for the last four months of the year. And so when I went into 2022, I was like, I want to feel strong and sexy. Like I want to work out and I want to tone my body and I want to lose the rest of my pregnancy weight. And, um, I want to feel really good in my clothes and really confident. And some of that happened, but it changed and it evolved because I changed and I evolved. And I think that's something like when you're doing a smart goal, that it doesn't really allow you that option. So, you know, you, I always tend to use weight loss examples because I feel like that's one of the biggest goals that society has. And it's one of the things that people put the most emphasis on. And so let's say like when you're doing like a smart goal or like a traditional goal with that, you're like, okay, I want to lose, let's say 15 pounds in two months. Let's keep it like decently healthy. And then you're doing all the things you're eating better. You're tracking your food, you're moving your body you're getting more sleep, whatever it takes to lose this weight. And you get to that, that 60 day mark and you get on a scale and you've lost 13 pounds. And before you got on the scale, you were feeling really good. You were feeling confident. Your clothes were fitting better, whatever it was. You were noticing some toning when you looked in the mirror, like whatever it could be, like you were feeling really good. You're like, oh man, I've done it, you know? And then you step on the scale and all you see is that you didn't do it. All you focus on is those two tiny little pounds that were the difference between you making your goal and not making your goal again, said with air quotes and traditional goals. That's why I say like traditional goals just set us up to fail. And that's why I love working with my clients and even like setting these goals for myself that give us room to be human and also give us room to figure out the best way to make this possible for us. So like when it comes to like a physicality goal for myself, like I know that there's very specific actions that I will not be taking because I hate them. So let's take running. For example, I hate running. I've done it. I have actually done three half marathons, which looking back, it's been about 10 years. I'm like, why the hell did I ever do that? I'm really proud of them. I'm really proud of completing them. Um, I have some funny stories from them now that I'm thinking about it. But like now, like I don't enjoy running. It's not that I don't enjoy cardio. I just don't enjoy running. So for me, I know if I want to get some cardio and I want to get some energy out of my body, like I'm going to do kickboxing or I'm going to do a power yoga or I'm going to go for a hike or I'm going to go swimming, like other things that actually make me like enjoy my goal. So when you set a goal with intention, when you have the intention to feel a certain way, then you start living your life that way from the moment you start instead of hoping to end up there at the end of your goal. And then it starts snowballing into other areas of your life because you're like, oh, actually like this thing doesn't make me feel, you know, let's say like calm and peaceful. I have a client that's a mom of three small children and she's a stay-at-home mom and she just felt like chaotic and she felt like she couldn't ever 
get everything done, that everything was always in chaos and she had no time for herself. And she's like, I just want to feel calm and peaceful. And again, when we started working together, that was a lot about her body. She wanted to be doing her yoga and she wanted to be doing her workouts and she wanted to have time to journal. And the more that we started working together, the more that it actually became about, she wanted to make her space really functional and her space really calm to look at. And then as she started working on those things, then she had more time and more space to do the other things that will then support that. So I know that when I start working with people, when I post things on social media, that I'm like, you have to, you have to add more initially to your life in order for things to start being less overwhelming. And I understand that that feels like such a contradicting way to look at something. You know, it's like, Leander, I don't have, I don't have 20 minutes, you know, extra a day to do any of this. And it's like, okay. I get it. We all only have like the same amount of time, but at the same time, if you don't take those 20 minutes, are you ever going to stop the narrative of what currently is going on in your life? So especially when it comes to organization, which I'm sure there'll be many episodes on because I love me some organization. Anybody who follows me on social media knows this. And here's the thing is taking time to make your space more functional frees up so much mental space and so much mental time. And I get it, you know, like, and I'm not saying it has to be perfect. And that's another thing I'm going to, I'm going to write down. So I don't forget to talk about perfection here in a second, but like, that's another thing is like, it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, like I have my house decently organized. Doesn't mean that there's still times that it doesn't get chaotic. It just means when it comes time to clean up that I can do it in a much more streamlined way because everything has a place. So my example for this is my bedroom. My closet is beautiful. I love looking at my closet and not just because I love everything in there, but because it's very visually pleasing because it's organized and so are my drawers. And I used to hate putting away laundry. Like I actually was at a friend's house yesterday and I volunteered to fold her laundry because I love folding laundry. I feel like it's very calming and very peaceful. And my thing was always, I would fold laundry all day, but then it would just sit there and sit there and sit there because I, I didn't like putting it away. And now putting it away takes so much less time. Unpacking from a trip takes so much less time because every single thing has a place. And those places aren't always neat and tidy, you know, like. My bedroom is the one thing that I consistently keep clean because it is my sanctuary. It is where I sleep. I like that space to be peaceful. My kitchen table is a fucking disaster. And that's mostly in in part because I have a five-year-old child. And picking her stuff up every single day for her to do it again just gets really exhausting. So the kitchen table is like a free-for-all. So it's not about doing things perfectly. It's about having things like that you put into your life and intentions and steps that you take toward feeling the certain way that like you want to feel. And it's like, I know that if by doing these things, then I have more mental space to work on my business. I have more mental space to be a kind and patient mother. It all rolls in together. So with that, like going back to the perfectionist piece, I feel like smart goals just help um, encourage that notion of like perfectionism. 
Whereas like an intention-based goal is like the complete opposite because perfectionism and procrastination are best friends. And so we think that if we can't do something perfectly, then like we shouldn't do it at all. And then it's this never ending cycle of something and allowing yourself to not go perfectly into a goal gives you room to discover and figure out what you actually are trying to do. Like my client did going into it, thinking this was about physicality and then getting to where this is actually about taking action to, you know, figure out her space and make her space really functional for her. And we, me and her, we have like two sessions left and, you know, she is, she is, she's like, I'm calm and I'm peaceful and I feel really capable. And that's the other thing that's so empowering to me about a feelings-based goal is when you give yourself permission to try different things, to see what's working and what's not working and be like, oh, actually, like, I don't enjoy doing that. Or, oh, I actually really enjoy doing this. And I'm actually going to add more of this in. You give yourself control and then you also give yourself confidence. So it all plays in together. And that is like the most beautiful thing about having an intention-based goal, setting up for like how you want to feel is living this human experience without so many restrictions. So the last thing that I want to talk about with the feelings-based goal, at least for now, again, we're just going to ease you guys into this is to make sure that like you're celebrating your victories as they come along. Because with traditional goals, smart goals, whatever, like you have this one big thing in mind. And like I used the example of the weight loss earlier, like if it's not exactly what you want, like you don't celebrate it. You don't celebrate the runs you did. You don't celebrate the salads you ate. You don't celebrate, you know, whatever else you brought into the mix to make that goal happen because you didn't achieve it according to, you know, what you set out to do. Whereas like with a feelings-based goal, like you can really celebrate anything. And again, that also like just builds more confidence. So with my clients, one of the most powerful things happens in our last session. And even though it's not a smart goal, it's kind of the same thing, you know, like they start working with me and they think that at the end of it, like I did with 2022, that it was going to look this certain way. And so like one of my jobs as a coach is to be there for like accountability but also to be there to remind you to celebrate yourself. And so when it comes to a client's last session, I make a list of everything that I saw them do, no matter how big, no matter how small. And I read it all back to them. And it's incredibly powerful and incredibly enlightening for them to be like, oh, wow, I did do all of those things. So remember to celebrate yourself. Remember to be kind to yourself. And just start living your life more intentionally of like, is this action that I'm taking? Is this thing that I'm buying? Is this person I'm talking to? Are these all going towards how I want to feel at the end of the day? And that's a really easy way to start living more intentionally and to start making like a more like feelings-based goal for like your life. So if you have any questions about that, feel free to send me a DM. I love talking about goals, especially this subject in general. So I think that's it for today. I'm trying to keep these pretty short because I know everyone has lives and I'm just happy to share this space with you. I hope that you got value out of this. If you did, please share it with somebody that you love. Leave me a comment wherever you listen to your podcast. Don't forget to follow me on social media at theresilience.coach 
which will soon be changing in the next few months. But don't worry, I'll keep you posted on all those details as they come to light. So thank you so much for being here, for sharing your space and your time with me and all the best until next time. So before you go, I just want to talk to you about CBD. CBD has literally changed my life. Picture this, 2020, world in lockdown, and you get told that now you're moving across the country while all of this is happening. There was no sleep. The anxiety was high. I had bought a bottle of CBD for one of my pets, human grade, let me say that, and I started taking it. And within three days, I was actually sleeping. The butterflies that were constantly in my stomach were starting to go away. It has been one of my best friends for the last three years. And the cool thing is, is it keeps evolving. It keeps changing and new things are always available. One of my favorite right now is the CBG CBD combo. This combo has made me so chill, chill to the point that sometimes I don't even recognize myself because things that used to rile me up don't even touch me anymore. So if you want to know more about CBD, if you've been curious about it, I highly encourage you to check out Nuvita at www.nuvitacbd.com. And if anything strikes your interest, use code LEANDA10 to save 10%.